This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello and welcome back to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. My name is Mike Graber and our company name is Compass Retirement Advisors. If at any time you'd like more information about what you hear on our show, uh, give me a call at my direct line, 812-787-0809. You can always visit us online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. And just a reminder, uh, there are a number of educational videos uh, on our website, and you can also access uh, prior episodes of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber if you just click on the radio tab. And you can also go to uh, Apple uh, and Spotify for podcasts. So uh, don't hesitate. Anytime you have a question about retirement, if you're not quite sure, if you'd like uh, a second uh, opinion on uh, your current plan, just reach out to us and we'll be happy to answer your questions or set up a face-to-face meeting. A couple of reminders, uh, we would like for you to go and take a look at the uh, usdebtclock.org website. Uh, We often give those numbers here uh, on our show, but the uh, current deficit is about to cross $29 trillion, and the unfunded liabilities are in the neighborhood of $158 trillion. And uh, the reason we point those out frequently here on the show is uh, just to kind of pose a question in your mind. Uh, Is the planning that you have in place now uh, anticipating the changes that are going to be coming because of the amount of debt that uh, our government uh, has on uh, its shoulders? And also uh, want to remind everyone that we've got a very special interview coming up with Maya McGinnis. She's with the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, and she's uh, in Washington, D.C. That's a nonpartisan uh, think tank. Uh, they try and encourage Congress and, and the president to uh, make good decisions when it comes to spending our tax dollars. So if you want to uh, take a look at some of their material, uh, take a look at the Committee for Responsible Federal Budgets website, crfb.org. And um, I would really encourage you to uh, turn into those shows uh, whenever uh, we have Maya. We hope to air those uh, very early uh, in November. Um, today's show, uh, the topic uh, might come across as a little dark. That's not entirely a bad thing, though. Uh, and to be specific, we're going to talk about legacy planning. When it comes uh, to preparing your loved ones uh, for the time when you're not here, you know, your finances and your overall wishes uh, upon your death, those are, are several things that we would encourage you to uh, have discussions about with your family. Uh, get to the checklists in place, uh, and we're going to go through a number of things that we think it's important for you to do. Uh, and uh, that's going to be the topic of our uh, discussion uh, today. But before we uh, dive in too deep, I want to uh, bring in uh, our co-host, uh, Tony Shore. And Tony, we're going to be talking about legacy planning today. Uh, I know that's uh, critically uh, important for all of us, uh, really no matter what age we are. But uh, hey, welcome back uh, to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. 
Yeah, great to be here with you, Mike. And uh, it sounds like you've got a great show lined up for us today. And it's always interesting to uh, hear where we're at uh, with our economy and everything that's going on out there in the financial world. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing well. In fact, I've, I've had a great week. I got to visit my parents and my grandparents. So uh, that was fun. And I love the fall. I love this time of year. How about you? How have you been? Are you keeping busy over there? Yep, things are good. You know, we had a couple of our dinner seminars a couple of weeks ago, and, and the calendar is just full of appointments uh, from people that were uh, following up with there. Uh, a lot of work to be done, and, and we're actually trying to, to take a couple of days uh, and uh, go see some of uh, the scenery out in the, the Missouri area here for uh, the remainder of the week. So, crammed a, a lot of work in just a couple of days, and, and are looking forward to uh, getting to. Uh, take a short trip ourselves but uh, sure. before we do that we wanted to get uh, this discussion on legacy planning um, put together and uh, uh, very important things uh, to share sure uh, I think from just a you know a being prepared uh, uh, position for for all of us and yeah uh, I, I think you know having a not having a, a plan you know that that can cause a lot of chaos and stress at just the wrong time yeah. Uh, in, in our spouse's life or in our kid's life. So we want to work through um, an article in Vestopedia. The title is Estate Planning, 16 Things to Do uh, Before You Die. And it does paint uh, a pretty clear picture of some of the things that we should have lined up uh, in advance uh, of our passing. And that's uh, obviously to make it as easy as possible, you know, on the people that, that we're closest to. And their first suggestion is to itemize your possessions. You know, grab a piece of paper and a pen and do a uh, thorough inside and outside tour of your home and create a comprehensive uh, inventory of all of uh, your valuable possessions. And this should, you know, obviously include things, you know, like the home itself, but also, um, you know, TVs, electronics, jewelries, collectibles, uh, vehicles, you know, art, uh, and, and antiques, you know, maybe it's gun collections or, or fishing, uh, uh, lure collections, uh, laptops, devices, lawn equipment, power tools, and that list can go on and on, but it is a, a timely, uh, time consuming exercise. It's going to take time to do it, but it's one of these things where we have an opportunity to do it right. So doing an actual physical inventory, uh, can help ensure that uh, we don't miss things or, or forget about things that we might want to go to, you know, a, a particular uh, party. Well, yeah, and uh, you know what? I, I think this is really important. It, it strikes me as a great way to get that process started. I mean, for a lot of people, Mike, it's probably going to be a long list, but you're going to be left with a very important document when you're done, right? I, I think that's really important. Yeah, that that is Tony, and 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 next step uh, is you know create a detailed list of non-physical assets, you know, including things uh, you own on paper or other entitlements that um, are are predicated you know upon your passing. And some of the things that might go on this list would be you know brokerage accounts, four hundred one ks, IRAs, bank accounts, life insurance policies. Um, maybe it's uh, the long-term care policy that needs to be listed, but also you know include your homeowner's policy, auto policy, disability, uh, and, and health insurance policy information. And along those same lines, 
make sure that you include the account numbers and a full rundown of where you have those documents uh, located. Um, you know, are they in the lockbox? Are they in the safe at home? You know, where are those? And it might also be a wise move to uh, include uh, contact information for those uh, firms who are holding those accounts. Um, and, you know, something that uh, is relatively new in, in the last few years, you know, there are services now where you can upload uh, information uh, to, we call it the generation vault uh, where, where we're working. Uh, and then you have access to those lists uh, 24-7 all around the world, and you can give the uh, password information to your, your kids, to your spouse, and all that information can be in one place easily located whenever uh, that time comes. Well, and when it comes to reducing stress on your loved ones and your family, making it easy for them to find and understand your assets, uh, that's such an important and powerful idea and tool. It, it truly is, Tony. Uh, one of the things that prompted me to uh, think about you know this as a topic for the show is in the last month, I've had two phone calls from people uh, asking about transactions that were made you know, 20, 25 years ago. Um, and Mike, do you have any idea how I might go about trying to find this or, or locate this? They knew or they thought they knew that their, their spouse had an account with XYZ company. I wasn't the representative on it, um, but they were asking me, how can I go about trying to you know, find out if you know, dad had this or if, if my spouse had this? And it was one of those things that because there wasn't a list put together, uh, it kind of left the survivors, you know, in that in that search mode. But, you know, along the same lines, you know, we're talking about lists. It's also important to make a list of, of, of our debts if we have any remaining um, credit card debt, auto loans, mortgages, uh, home equity, lines of credit uh, that a person has. So getting things in, in list form. Uh, is really important, and I would include uh, a list of any uh, thing that uh, that I still owed money on. Right. Yeah, and that's uh, that's that's another thing. I mean, making you know sure uh, that you take care of these things. And honestly, uh, that's not something I considered before. I think that's really important. I mean, you got to make sure your survivors have a sense of your debt and head off any surprise phone calls from debt collectors. That's important, right? Yeah, it is. That's not the kind of call you would want whenever, no. you know, you're going through a grieving process. So uh, having those lists uh, can alleviate some of, of that stress. Um, here's another one. Uh, you know, create a, a list of memberships that, that you have. Uh, that's an important step that most people do overlook. But, you know, many Americans are members of organizations uh, like AARP, uh, the American Legion, other veterans associations or professional groups college uh, alumni groups and in some cases uh, these and here's you know why it's really important but in some cases these organizations may have life insurance benefits that come along with the membership that your survivors would be able uh, to collect so um, you know having a list of uh, various associations that you're members of uh, is another important list to put together uh, as part of your your legacy plan yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's huge too. And I, and that's, again, not something I'd uh, thought about, but I'm glad you brought that up. 
Well, there are a lot of things that maybe we as as parents um, have interest in or, or we're active sure. in, and, and maybe our kids you know just don't know it. So having these lists are important. Sure. Um, and here's here's another one: uh, a list of charitable organizations that you support. Uh, taking the time uh, to let your loved ones know, you know what causes have been of particular importance to you, what's been close to your heart, so that you know they can uh, potentially you know, make a donation in your honor after your passing. And uh, if, if you leave a gift via uh, your life insurance policy or by your IRA, a beneficiary designation, you know it, you don't want it to come as a, a total surprise that you know, mom or dad chose to, to leave some money to, uh, you know, their favorite uh, charitable uh, work. So uh, make sure that, that that's uh, listed. Uh, make sure that uh, you tell uh, the kids that, you know, you're leaving part of the life insurance policy or part of the IRA, you know, to the church or to the camp or to the American Cancer Society or whatever that organization might be. But you know, this is all about communicating. If it's verbal communication or, or having things you know, on a list, um, we want to communicate uh, as clearly as, as we can, and we want to include those charitable uh, organizations as one of these lists. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's huge. And I think that's uh, another important one that you know, people might not think about. But um, you know, uh, what's the next step, though, when it comes to legacy planning? What do we need to do next? Well, after we've compiled these lists, uh, we want to make sure that things are, are organized and somewhat formal. Uh, you should sign and date these lists and make uh, at least three copies you know, more if you want to go ahead and give these copies you know, to the kids or uh, whoever else might uh, deem appropriate. But there should be an original given to whoever the administrator is going to be uh, for uh, your, your legacy. The second copy uh, should be given, you know, obviously to your spouse or, or other loved ones. And you should keep a, a third one in a safe place so that you can uh, readily uh, access that and, and review it. And then if you make updates uh, from time to time, you'll want to go through that process and have the updates signed and dated. And we do recommend that at least once a year you sit down and, and kind of do uh, a checkup uh, of of these types of uh, lists, uh, you know, things can change from from time to time sure, on our possessions, sure. and you want to keep these uh, up to date. So, you know, put uh, some type of a review date on the calendar each year with you and your spouse or uh, your your family, and and have these discussions and, and have these things updated. Sure. Well, and let's take a minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you uh, to set up that consultation to talk about legacy planning and get a plan in place. Phone number 812-787-0809. If I can't answer, leave me a message. I certainly will call you back as soon as I can. Uh, email address is mgraber at compassra.com. And the website is compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. And All right. we'll you leave us a message there. We'll get back to you as quickly as we can. All right. Well, let's uh, keep the conversation going. It's really opened my eyes so far today, Mike. What do you have for us next? Well, following the uh, Investopedia article again, the, and if somebody wants to look it up, the, the title is Estate Planning, 16 Things to Do Before You Die. They stress the importance of reviewing retirement accounts, uh, retirement accounts and policies that have designated beneficiaries 
those assets will pass directly to the people you've chosen upon your passing. It's important to remember that it doesn't matter how you direct these accounts uh, within your will. The beneficiary designation is going to uh, override what you have in your will. So company XYZ is going to make the check out to the beneficiary regardless of what is in uh, your will. So reviewing those beneficiaries on all life insurance accounts, all retirement accounts is, is really uh, important. Uh, we would recommend also that you get in touch if you're still working with uh, the human resources director at your employer. Um, you know, there, there's a, a person there that has the knowledge and the expertise when it comes to, to these types of things. Maybe it's the plan administrator. Um, and you can get a current rundown of who you have listed as your beneficiary choices on all of your accounts. You know, take some time and review it carefully and ensure that uh, who you want to have listed as the beneficiaries, you know, match uh, what you have on paper there. Yeah. Now, this is really important if you've gone through a divorce or you've gotten remarried. Uh, I can tell a number of stories, Tony, of people who had a, a retirement account with a former employer or a current employer, and the ex was listed as the beneficiary and they passed away and the ex got the money. So again, uh, take the time, uh, ask your human resources uh, department uh, who is the beneficiary on my uh, 401k or who's the beneficiary on the 403b, whatever it is, and make sure those things are up to date. Well, yeah, and updating those chosen beneficiaries is something that I think a lot of people overlook. Uh, you know, we navigate our busy lives and, and we just don't think about these things. But the idea of making sure that your assets at, end up exactly where you want them to, it's just so important. And you don't want to leave your family in a bad situation or your loved ones. So uh, great point, Mike. Uh, what's the next piece of advice you have for us? Well, in addition to the retirement accounts, Tony, life insurance policies and annuities also pass by the beneficiary provision. So it's important to get in touch with any uh, and all life insurance companies that you have policies with so that you can make sure your beneficiaries are up to date uh, and, and properly uh, identified. And give some thought also, if you uh, have minor children, you probably don't want to list those as, as beneficiaries. And there's some other maybe family situations where you really need to take into consideration uh, how you have uh, those uh, dollars um, uh, listed as far as passing from life insurance to beneficiaries. And uh, having a beneficiary review is something that uh, we can certainly uh, help with. We can help uh, people obtain uh, the information, contact their current uh, insurance carriers and, and get that information updated. So we're happy to assist there uh, if needed. Yeah. And one thing that struck me during this conversation, Mike, uh, when you're talking to us about these things is that there are so many nuances out there that uh, come with legacy planning. I mean, obviously taking the time to make sure that you're dotting all your I's and crossing your T's it's essential, isn't it? Oh, you couldn't be more right, Tony. Um, another thing uh, all that we want to point out to our listeners is it's important maybe to consider um, is uh, a, a signed transfer on, on death designations. I mean, sometimes we call those TOD accounts. But uh, assets that are 
given in a will are typically going to go through probate. And that sometimes can be a maze-like process. There can be delays uh, as, as you're depending on the court to kind of oversee the distribution of those assets. There can be uh, probate fees, court costs, uh, sometimes uh, attorney fees, and in addition to the time, uh, it can be costly. But bear in mind that, that many accounts like you know, bank savings accounts, CD accounts, uh, individual brokerage accounts, um, many of those are probated that really don't need to be probated if they would have the appropriate transfer designations uh, listed. So uh, if you have one of these accounts, uh, you can set those up or, or change them or amend them to have a transfer on death designation. So transfer on death, a TOD designation, and that'll let your beneficiaries receive the assets without going through the probate process. And, and again, that's that's really important. Uh, things that go through probate uh, are open to the public. If you take care of things with like a TOD designation, that's going to be handled uh, privately and, and the whole world's not going to have access to what you're doing. So touch base with uh, uh, the custodian or the bank uh, and get those uh, set up on a transfer uh, on death uh, designation. Uh, I think that everyone will a benefit uh, from that and you'll avoid paying uh, a needless uh, court cost or, or, or attorney fees on that one. Yeah, and it's just, it's so important. We don't like to think about our own passing and that's why a lot of people put off legacy planning, but uh, I think uh, I think it's, it's so necessary and based on your points here, I'm guessing uh, creating a will is vital, right? Yeah, drafting a will is actually my next point, Tony. And I know it seems kind of remarkable that we've gotten this far without actually talking about drafting a will. <laughs> right. But it just goes to show how many moving parts there are when it comes to legacy planning. And you know, the bottom line, everyone over the age of 18 should have a will. You know, that's the, the rule book for distributing your assets and it can prevent, you know, chaos uh, for your heirs. Another important thing to remember is that a will can also designate a guardian for your, your children. Uh, and what about uh, your pets? Uh, our pets, uh, sometimes we, we, we consider them family and we want to make sure they're taken care of. So uh, in the will, you can take uh, care of that. And you can also uh, designate in your will any you know, charitable uh, donations you want to, to make. Thankfully, wills are fairly inexpensive part of the, the legacy planning process. And, you know, many attorneys are, are more than willing to help you, you know, create a will for a, a minimal amount, uh, depending on the complexity of your situation. But you can also write uh, your own will these days with online services and, and other software that's available. And finally, again, make sure that you sign and date your will if you make it yourself in front of two non-related witnesses is our recommendation who should also sign the document and do this in front of a notary and have it notarized and um, again make sure that uh, other people uh, in the family know how to access this important document yeah yeah that's key right there well you know what we're out of time for today's show it just flew by mike uh, let our listeners know really quick before we go how they can get in touch with uh, best way to get a hold of me is uh, call me on my direct line, 812-787-0809. And if I don't answer, uh, leave me a message. I'll call you back as quickly as I can. Uh, remind everyone that we've got an interview with Maya McGinnis from the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget coming up in the next couple of weeks. We want to make sure that you tune in for that. 
and uh, you know, go to the article at Investopedia, and uh, there's a lot of other information there about uh, things that should be included in your uh, legacy planning uh, checklist. But thank you for joining us today, and uh, join us again next week for Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.